0: father we are grateful and thankful this afternoon we thank you lord for a great day like this we pray lord that your spirit will minister to us give us hearts that are ready to receive your word that your word will fall on good ground. we thank you spirit of god in jesus name amen Amen. why don't you clap your hands and Please be seated. Are you blessed already? Yes. I am blessed already. Wonderful. So this afternoon for a short time, I want to continue with uh, my message on why every Christian must be a soul winner. Why every Christian must be a soul winner. I think i have given you four reasons already what was the first reason what is the main what is the first reason jesus declared so winning as the main purpose main reason for his coming amen what is the second reason Jesus' main reason for calling anyone to follow him is to make him or her a fisher of men do you have your notes have you been in church wonderful awesome and what is the third reason The reason for the power of God in the church is to win souls. That is the reason why God has given us power in the church. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, for a short time, I want to give you a fourth reason. A fourth reason why every Christian must be a soul winner is because every believer has been given the ministry of reconciliation. Every believer has been given the ministry of reconciliation. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Every believer, the reason why everyone, every Christian must be a soul winner is because every believer has been given the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. He says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says every believer must embrace this. Everyone must embrace this message and believe it, that once you come to Christ once you have come to Christ as a believer you have faith to accept the blood of Jesus then it makes you now a person whose sins have been washed away that your sins have been washed all of your sins have been washed away he says therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creature all things are passed away behold All things are become new, amen. Amen. So, the Bible says you are a new creature, all things are passed away. I say, all things are passed away. So, all things like what? All things like what? Stealing, okay, lying, fornication, backbiting, what else? Gossiping, Uh, what else? Being a womanizer fornication, drinking, drugs, what else? You don't have a lot of old things with you. You've forgotten them. It's been a long time ago. They pass away. So you don't think of them anymore. Wow. Insulting. Rudeness. Wickedness. Wickedness. Wow. Wow stubbornness stubbornness what else witchcraft activities witchcraft activities idol worshiping wow so all things are passed away all things are passed away and all things have become new hallelujah all things are passed away so stop looking at your old self your old nature which was full of sin and guilt. Stop looking back. The Bible is giving you that assurance that if any man, He says once you come to Christ, if anyone, any man be in Christ, any person, no matter what you have done in your life, if you are in Christ now, then all things are passed away. Isn't that sure? Isn't that beautiful? And all things have become new. Amen. So you can say that you are a brand new person. You can say you are sin free. You don't even remember your past. Are you with me? There are a lot of virgins sitting here today. <laughs> because old things have passed away. Men and women. You have been cleansed. It has been washed away. Not your type of washing you know sometimes when some people commit sin they think they should take a shower before they come to church that does not wash your sins away being in christ it washes your sins away amen hallelujah this is the bible giving you this assurance amen so you cannot hold to your old things you cannot hold to your old past whatever you have done in the past the bible says they have passed away Ask your neighbor, are you still holding to your old past? Say, I know you did some evil things. But they are passed away. Say, they are passed away. Amen. They are passed away. Hallelujah. Now, God has reformed you. God has washed you and cleansed you. Also for a very important role. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next verse in this scripture. The next verse. You see, so go back to that verse first. Go back to 17 and let's read It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Isn't that good? Yes. Do you like that? Yes. Do you like that information? Yes. Do you like that you are a brand new person? Yes. Now, the next scripture says, And all things are uh, of God who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Amen. God has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ Amen. and had given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand what it means to reconcile? Yes. Reconcile, the dictionary says, to restore Friendly relationships between two people. To restore friendly relationships. Amen. Amen. That means God has reconciled you to himself. Means he has restored the friendly relationship. Do you understand? It means before the reconciliation, before you gave your life to Christ, you were not friends with God. God did not consider you as a friend. So, don't think that we are all created by God, and so we are all children of God, and we are all friends of God. If you have not been reconciled, say, through Jesus Christ. He says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. That's the only way. He has reconciled us. Another meaning of reconciliation means to cause to coexist in harmony. That means you and God were not coexisting in harmony. Whenever you come in the presence of God, there was turbulence. Do you understand? Without Christ, that is what it means. To coexist in harmony or to make or show to be compatible. That means between you and God, it was like day and night. Do you understand? But through Jesus Christ, you are being reconciled. God has reconciled you to himself. And he says, now he has given you the ministry of reconciliation. This work of reconciling people to God, he has given that work to you. Who he has now reconciled. Who has now become his friend. He has given you now the ministry where now you also reconcile other people with god just as someone reconciled you with god are you with me do you understand the word of god this afternoon how many of you have been reconciled with god lift up your hands oh not all of you oh then i have to pray for you if you are not born again I want to pray for you. How many of you, let me ask again. How many of you have been, how many of you are born again? You are born again. You are born again Christian. Okay. If you are born again, then you are reconciled with God. It means you have received Jesus Christ as your Savior. Hallelujah. So the Bible says God has reconciled you with Himself by Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And so if you have been reconciled, then I have news for you. He says that now that you have been reconciled, he has chosen you to give you the ministry of reconciliation. That now you also go out to reconcile others who are not in coexistence in harmony with God to help them do that. God is giving you that ministry. Hallelujah. I said God is giving you the ministry of reconciliation. That has been given to you. Amen. Amen. The ministry of bringing others back to God. The ministry of helping people to restore their relationship with God. The ministry of helping people to be friends with God. God has handed over that ministry to you. Amen. 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 Now you can agree with me that God will not take this assignment easily. He will not take it lightly if you also joke with it because he paid a very great price for that he says he reconciled you with himself by Jesus Christ Amen. he paid a very great price for that Amen. and so if he has given you that ministry you can not also play with it that is why every believer must be a soul winner Amen. there is no exception there is no exception are you with me there is no exception. Because if you exempt yourself, if you exempt yourself, if you say, no, this is not my ministry, I don't help reconcile others, and you, don't, you exempt yourself, then it means that you are exempting yourself from the reconciliation. So there's implication when you exempt yourself from this ministry. The number one implication is that you are not reconciled with God. Because if you are reconciled with God, then you are in it. That means your relationship with God is not a friendly one. Do you understand the meaning of reconciliation? If you exempt yourself, if you say you don't reconcile anyone with God, then, or you don't have this ministry of reconciliation, then the implication is that you don't have a friendly relationship with God. Or you do not Coexist in harmony with God. Hallelujah. But if you are reconciled with God, then this applies to you. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And I say, you can expect that God will take this assignment very seriously. Every Christian must understand that God is expecting you to be involved in soul winning, to be involved in the ministry of getting people to coexist in harmony with God. God needs many of us to restore, or all of us who have received him, to restore others with him. To restore others with him. So you have the ministry of reconciliation. I say you have the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. It is not for a section of the church. Mm. It is not for a group of the church for us to call evangelism team. There should not be any section like that. The whole church is supposed to be an evangelism team. According to this scripture. The whole church must be an evangelism team. Because we are all reconciled with God. And we have all been given the ministry of reconciliation. Is somebody understanding my message this afternoon? Yeah. We are all reconciled. So the ministry of reconciliation is not for pastors only. It's not... Just pastors who are supposed to share the gospel with others. You have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Say, I have the ministry of reconciliation. reconciliation. Amen. Amen. If you are reconciled with God, then you are called to this ministry. Hallelujah. So it means you must do your own evangelism. You must do your own evangelism. You should not even be prompted. You should not be asked. You have been given the ministry of reconciliation. It is you who is not carrying it out. But it has been given to you. You don't understand the word of God this afternoon. Yes. It has been given to you. Amen. Amen. It's almost like there's no option. There's no option. He says, if you are reconciled with God, then he has given you the ministry of reconciliation. He has given you the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Amen. Just as if you have received the title of a wife, then you have duties as a wife. Do you understand? If you have brought yourself and you say, I want to be married, you can't just be married and say, okay, I'm going back to my mother's house. You know, I finished the marriage, I'm going back. Then you have duty as a wife. So if you have been reconciled with God, then you have a duty as a minister of reconciliation. That is what I'm trying to share with you this afternoon. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. says and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature to who? Go ye into all the world go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature you know going into all the world means it's a lot of work isn't that so? it's a lot of work I mean if the gospel ought to be preached to every creature, then we cannot expect that it's only some pastors that are supposed to preach the gospel. It's impossible. If the commandment is going into all the world, all the world, look how many of you are here. So if each one of us is also preaching the word of God to a group like this, then possibly we can achieve into going into all the world But if we are expecting one person to always preach the gospel, then we cannot achieve much, And this is not what God is expecting. He says, go ye into all the world, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations, to every creature in all nations, in all nations. Amen. That is why everyone that God reconciles, he gives you that ministry also. Once he reconciles you, he gives you that ministry so that you can also help others come to God. Amen. 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 Can I hear an amen? Amen. So you are a preacher. Tell your neighbor you are a preacher. Say you are a preacher. Amen. And then he says verse 16, he says he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Amen. He said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. So when you go out to witness to people, when you go out to share Christ, to share the gospel with people, you must expect two groups of people. Do you understand you should expect two groups of people or even as i'm preaching there are two groups of people that i'm preaching to he says there are those that believe are you with me yes. and there are those who do not believe so when you go out and you meet people some will believe some will receive you some will reject you Amen. do not be discouraged because you have two groups of people that you should expect any time you open your mouth or you stretch out a truck to give to somebody there will be always two types of people he that believe and he that believeth not so the master is telling you so you don't be discouraged when you are rejected when you are refused when people refuse to hear you when people do not believe what you are sharing with them do not be discouraged. Say somebody, tell somebody don't be, discouraged. don't be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. What is necessary is that an attempt must be made to preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Every creature. Amen. In all the world. Amen. He said go into all the world. So everyone must hear the word of God. Everyone must hear about the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. In Matthew 24 and verse 14, the Bible says, And this gospel, which gospel? gospel. That Jesus Christ died, that he rose again on a third day, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but what? Amen. Will have everlasting life. This gospel, it says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world. In all the world. As what? For a witness. Unto all nations. For a witness unto all nations. So anyone who rejects you, he has received the gospel for a witness. Everyone must hear the word. Everyone. So all of you are ministers. All of you are preachers. God needs everyone to share the gospel. Not everyone is going to believe you. Not everyone is going to receive you. But everyone must hear the word for a witness amen. For a witness. So when you go out and people refuse you, don't be discouraged. When you go out witnessing and people reject you, they don't want to hear you, they don't. They, they take your truck and write in front of you, they throw it in the trash bin, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. The new thing now that I see is the headphone avoidance. The headphone avoidance. So people are coming with headphones and as you are talking, they can't hear you. Is all the device of the enemy to prevent people from hearing the gospel. Are you with me? Yes. But your Lord knows that some people will refuse you and others will receive you. And to such people, the gospel is to be preached for a witness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. Amen. So preach the word Amen. for a witness. Share the gospel for a witness. Amen. amen we cannot deny people the gospel At all. we are all reconciled to god and we have been given the ministry of reconciliation and we cannot deny people the gospel we can't deny people the gospel everyone must hear i said everyone must hear amen. and the more we go out to share the more chances are that people will hear and people will receive do you, do you understand what i'm sharing with you you know Many years ago, there were groups of people, those of you who have been around for a while, they will go from house to house. They go from house to house. They come and they sit with you and they want to sell you a computer. Do you understand? Computers were not a common household item. And they will come to you and they will tell you all kinds of things about a computer, and then they give you a payment plan. Whatever means, they want to sell you a computer. How many of you remember that? They come to your house many years ago. They'll come to your house, and they say, it will do this for your children, your children can do this. They can send, um, you don't have to write letters anymore. You can just send letters in the air. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And they say, you don't have to pay anything. Now, don't pay anything. We give it to you and we go. Don't pay anything. Keep it for one year. And then you start paying. Yeah. See, simple. Like They tell you like that. Are you with me? So they have all kinds of zero down, no interest for six months. One year, all kinds of things, but their goal is to ensure that every household will buy the computer. And so they were going from house to house. From your apartment, they go to this one, they go to that one, knocking from door. They will sit down, and they will talk with you. And today they have achieved their goal. Tell me which house does not have a computer, or if not, if on your phone. Do you do you understand? So we must also go. We must also go. Everyone must hear the word. Everyone must hear the word. Say hallelujah. Everyone must hear the word. And we must be flexible just like them. Be flexible. There are days that we dress down and then we go as a church. There are days that you alone, you come out on a train and then you are sharing the word with people. There are days that you meet people at your workplace outside and you are sharing the word. You meet people on your way to work and you are sharing the word. But by all means, the word of God must be preached to these people as a witness. Hallelujah. So we must also use all kinds of methods. Jesus used all kinds of methods to witness to people. Amen. And as we share, you realize that some will hear, some will believe, some will not believe. Jesus said, a sower went out to sow. The first set of seeds, they didn't yield any fruit the second set no fruits the third set it looks like it's coming up but no fruits but the fourth set is when fruits were yielded and so if we stop at the third and we are discouraged and we are frustrated and we stop we lose our quarter victory we lose our victory the quarter victory that God is giving us amen is somebody understand the word of God Yes. John 15 and verse 16. I'm almost done with my message, so bear with me. He says, "Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordain you. Do you understand what it means to ordain? Ordain as a minister. This is Jesus. He says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. So it's not your choice. Say, it's not, choice. it's not my choice. Choice is what you choose. Isn't that so? But this one, it says, you didn't choose. It's not one of the things that you choose. You can say, I chose to be this. I chose to become this. You can say, I chose to be a husband. Or I chose to be a wife. But this, you didn't choose. He says, "Ye have not chosen me. But I have chosen you. And ordained you. That you should go and bring forth fruit. You should go and bring forth fruit. Jesus has chosen you. Francis, Jesus has chosen you. Amen. 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 He says, you did not make this choice. I chose you and ordained you. Robert, do you understand? That you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit must remain. That is also your assignment. They should remain. Amen. 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 Now look at what happens. It says that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So perhaps this choice that you have been chosen, you have not received it. You have not accepted it. And so you ask certain things of the Father in the name of Jesus and you have not received it. But he says, when you do this, when you receive it, and then you go, I ordain you as a pastor, as a lady pastor. Eh? Are you with me? Yes. Abba, I ordain you as a lady pastor that you should go and bring forth fruit. And when you do that, then he says, whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. He may give it to you. Perhaps you have not received what you want from him because you have not received or accepted this choice that he has chosen you. Amen. You see, do not belittle soul winning. Are you with me? Do not belittle soul winning. Don't take it for granted. Don't don't leave it to certain group of people. Your blessings, your breakthrough it stands on this that you go and bring forth fruit. Look at Mark 3. I'm almost done. Mark 3. Mark 3, chapter 13. He says, And he goeth up into a mountain and calleth unto him. Who is this? Call who? He called the disciples unto him. So Jesus has called you unto him. Do you understand? He says, And he got up into a mountain and called unto him whom he would. And they came unto him. And he ordained twelve that they should be with him. Now when you are with Jesus, you don't be with Jesus for nothing. Do you understand? You can't say you are with Christ and it's for nothing. He said that they will be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. You are a preacher. Francis, you are a preacher second Francis in the back give me a wave yes amen. you are a preacher yeah. David you are a preacher yeah. amen DJ, yeah. do you understand you are a preacher yeah. he says and he ordained the twelve that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach And then what will happen? And to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? After he has sent you, he says, if you go, then you will have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Benjamin, to cast out devils. It comes, that power to cast out devils, it comes when you have accepted the assignment of preacher to go and preach the word. To go and share what you have heard. Then you receive this power. Amen. You see, when you are working with God, let me tell you, your mighty victories, the great things that will happen to you, they come in not so significant things. It is something that every Christian must understand. When you are working with God, your great victories, you see, as I'm sharing this message with you, you see, it sounds, oh, another salvation something. Do you understand? But your great victories, when you are working with God, they are embedded in things that look so insignificant. You see, this great ministry that we were looking at, You know, it was born at a very insignificant place. And the enemy rose up to kill it at that insignificant stage. Do you understand? When you're walking with God, the great things, the great things, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed that a man take. A mustard seed, and the Bible says, is the smallest of all seeds. That is how the kingdom of God is. So your great victories, they come like a mustard seed. You know, when you see a mustard seed and you lose it, it may not feel to you like you have lost something great. But of course, if the mustard seed has become a mighty tree and you were to cut it, people will come and say, stop what you are doing. But if you lose a mustard seed, it will not mean much. That is how it is with the kingdom of God. That is how it is with soul winning. That is how it is. When God says, I've given you the ministry of reconciliation, and you trivialize it, your great victory, it comes with power. Power to heal sicknesses. It sounds like very simple, you know, I just went out and I was just sharing the gospel with, are you born again? Do you want to receive? Just like that, you receive power power to heal sicknesses and power to cast out devils. Devils that torment you, you have power to cast them out. When you honor this small thing, but you see, the enemy also knows. Do you understand? And often, exactly what the enemy comes to take away from you is that small thing. This small thing. The desire even to get up to go witnessing. He occupies you with something else. Something that looks to you more important, such as washing your dishes. That looks to you as more important, such as doing your laundry. I hope you understand what I'm sharing with you this afternoon. Because the enemy knows that when he does that, It will not mean much to you. It will not mean much to you that, oh, you know, I couldn't go last Saturday, you know. This summer I have not been able to go with them. It, It doesn't mean much, but I was in church. And that means something to you. But I've been coming to church. But your power, it lies in this small thing. Your power to cast out devils, it lies in this small thing. Not your coming to church a lot of things to do. Do you understand? Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Which involves a lot. Which involves nice dress, nice hair, doing your makeup, nice shoes, you know, all kinds of things. It involves a lot of things. And that you feel, I've taken my whole day to wake up, dress, I could have done this, I could have gone to work, I could have made money, but I've taken, God should be happy with that. That means something to you. But I'm telling you that that which is significant, that which brings power, that which casts out devils by your mouth, this, you speak to them and it, it comes in very small things. And when the enemy takes it away from you, it doesn't mean much to you. look, baby Moses could have just died do you understand baby Moses could have just died and we would have said that oh another little boy died for missiles you know, oh, another little boy died from childhood sicknesses and childhood diseases. Oh, who is the mother? Oh, oh, nine months, oh, poor mother. And it would have been that. But that was the, the, the leader, the savior, when God wanted to do the great deliverance of the people of Israel out of is out of Egypt. This was the person who was supposed to lead them. And the enemy wanted to kill him when he was a baby. Really? Do you understand? So that we will look at it like that. Oh. One of the baby, Baby Jesus. He would have just died. As a baby. He would have just died and we say, ah, but this woman, even we didn't, you know, we were not too sure of this pregnancy. You know, that's why, that's why. And then it would have been just like that. Do you understand? It would have been just like that. But that was the savior of the world. That was the savior of the world. And the enemy wanted to kill him, take him away at his baby stage. Insignificant. Perhaps your deliverance, your deliverance, it lies in just so winning, just that you also receive this ministry of reconciliation to go and share Christ with some, but to trivialize it, oh, other people will do it. But your deliverance is that. Are you with me? That is your deliverance. Let me just read one scripture with you and then we can go home. First Kings, First Kings chapter seventeen and verse thirty-two. We close in a few minutes. First Kings seventeen and verse thirty-two, please. Verse thirty-two. First Kings Let me read my scripture here. Amen. Well, what did I give you? Pardon me first samuel first samuel 17 and 32 listen to this i want you to pay attention to this let's look at it look it says are you with me i want all of your attention you see when 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 you are working with god have respect for things that look so insignificant because that is what the enemy takes away from you and it it doesn't mean much to you. You can let that go. You know, when you lose a dollar, you know, it doesn't you don't go, you don't get out of the cab and go back home and looking for your dollar. Do you understand? But if you, you lost your credit card, you came and then you said my credit card was with me, you'll be calling the taxi company. Do you understand? Are you with me? Or even if you lost your phone. Are you with me? This an uh, earring that you bought from Conway or something like that. <laughs> if it fell in the car. You know, this earring from Conway, you know, it's okay. You're, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It will not matter to you. But if it was a diamond earring, you will be searching the whole house. Raging up and down. Do you understand? So, look at this. It says, and David said to Saul. Listen. David said to Saul let no man's heart fail because of him this is about Goliath when David came to the battlefield and he wanted to fight with Goliath David came He says, and David said to Saul let no man's heart fail because of this man thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine so this is David's application now David had a chance to appear before the king he says, you're servant to go and fight him. So Saul look at him. And then Saul said, Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. Saul so just look at him and he says, you can go. You can go and fight this guy. For thou art but a youth. You are a little boy. And he a man of war from his youth. He has passed that youth, and he has been fighting since he was your age, until now. He's an experienced fighter. You can't go and fight him. So you see, I am trying to show you here, go back. This was the line of David's disqualification. To disqualify David, and to say, move on. Move on. Next. Who is next? Do you understand? It's like an application that you put in, and they say, oh, move on. Next, Because right away, he's disqualified. Just looking at him, he's disqualified. But look at the next scripture. And David said unto Saul. Now, this is the testimony that David had that included him to be chosen as the one to fight Goliath. Now, I hope you understand that this was the fight that was leading David now to the palace and to become the king of Israel and to be hailed by all the women of Israel. This is David's victory from the, from the, as a shepherd boy coming. This is his testimony, and I want to show you something in this testimony. He says, And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear. A lion and a bear. David was keeping his father's sheep. All the sheep were there. And there came a lion and a bear. And took what? A lamb. lamb. Do you know what is a lamb? A servant. A a, a lion and a bear. And what they took was a tiny lamb. A tiny baby lamb. Not the pregnant sheep. Not the mother sheep, not the father sheep, not the sheep that David had fed for years, not the sheep that is of value, not the sheep that is going to give birth to many, but a lamb. And David could have said, Hmm, a lion and a bear, am I going to chase you for this tiny baby lamb? Let it go. And that would have been David's story. End of story. No testimony. But this was his testimony. This was his testimony. And the enemy knew that if i take this little lamb he will just let it go he will never have any story to tell the king when the time comes but david said the next verse he says and i went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth and when he arose against me i caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him for a tiny little lamb that you would have said oh hearing from conway what is this to me let it go. So winning. Oh, big things are there. We will go for the camp. We will go for shepherd's meeting. We will pay our tithe. We will go for prayer meetings. But this is David's testimony. He says, And I went out after him and smote him and delivered him. And the next verse, he says, that thy servant slew both the lion and the bear i don't know if the lamb and the bear were sharing one lamb or each one came and each one took a lamb but he smote them both and surprisingly they were not interested in the big sheep that would make david come after them So he said thy servant slew both the lion and the bear and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them seeing he had defiled the armies of the living God here is his testimony and the next verse David said moreover the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. He would deliver me also out of the hand of this Philistine. And immediately he was included. Saul said unto David, Go, the Lord be with thee. Go, the Lord be with thee. Because of your testimony. Because of your testimony. Beloved, don't trivialize little things that come that makes you even look sleepy. That message that will make you even look sleepy. Yeah. It is your deliverance, yeah. it is your power. Yeah. Hallelujah. He, said, he has given you the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. He has given you the ministry of reconciliation. He says, Go and immediately, when so heard it, this is your testimony. David could have let that little, bear, little lamb go. And he would not have felt any testimony. Are you with me? Yes. I said, baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. He was the savior. And he could have been taken. And it would be another baby just didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Baby Moses would have died. And it would have been another baby. Died of diarrhea. <laughs> he died from... Um, Malaria. Are you with me? So do not trivialize the things that come in small beginnings. When they are offered to you and it looks no, it's, it's like insignificant. The enemy makes it look like it's nothing. It's just so winning. You couldn't go, so What? There are bigger things that you can also do. Are you not the one that arranges things in the church? Are you not the one that preaches? Are you not the one that cleans the church? I mean, let them go and witness. That is your power to cast out devils. And he will not let you have a taste for it. He will not let you have a hunger for it. He will not let you have a desire for it. Because once you do it, you receive the power to cast him out. So it sounds so insignificant to you. Have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Receive the ministry of reconciliation. Receive the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and clap your hands to the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We thank you. Father, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Indeed, you are God. Indeed, you are Lord. Indeed, there is none besides you. There is no other name by which we will be saved, Lord. There is no other name given amongst men there is no other name besides jesus there is no other name father we are grateful we are thankful that we have the privilege of being called into this marvelous kingdom we are thankful lord that we have awakened to this great kingdom we give you glory we give you honor we thank you for the privilege of receiving the ministry of reconciliation that this great ministry of mending people's relationship with you. Lord, you have handed over this relationship, this ministry to us. To cause others to coexist in harmony with you. Lord, you have handed over this ministry to us. We welcome this privilege. We accept this privilege. We will not take it for granted, oh God. For there lies in our power to cast out the devil there lies in our power to cast out demons there lies in our power to pray for the sick to heal every sickness there lies in our power oh Jesus that is why any place where the people gather and source our one we see great miracles move in that place indeed your word is so true for there lies in the power when we go to share when we go to share that demons are made subject to our voices Lord we accept this power that comes with the ministry of reconciliation we give you glory and we give you honor we thank you for your word this afternoon forgive us that we have belittled we have trivialized this ministry of reconciliation and Lord that we have lacked power we have lacked the ability to heal the sickness to heal the brokenhearted but this afternoon Lord we pick up again the ministry of reconciliation we thank you Lord we give you glory we give you honor in the name of Jesus now I want to give everyone that is here an opportunity this afternoon you are here you are not born again With every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here this afternoon and you are saying, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is your prayer, you want to receive Jesus as your Master, as your Savior, I want to say a short prayer with you, wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You are here you are saying pastor pray with me i want to receive jesus as my savior with all eyes closed and every head bowed, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and i'll pray with you is there anyone here like that you want to receive jesus as your savior you want to be born again you want to give your life to jesus is there anyone here like that is there anyone here like that you want to receive jesus christ as your savior anyone if you are hearing us also online and you want to give your life to Jesus, you are listening to us online and you want to give your life to Jesus. You can wherever you are, just lift up your right hand, and I want all of you to say this with me: Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me.
1: Lord Jesus, I
0: believe you are the Son of God.
1: I believe you are the Son of God.
0: I believe you died for my sins. I
1: believe you died for my sins.
0: I believe you rose again on a third day.
1: I believe you rose again on the third day. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus.
0: I come to you,
1: I come to you with, a heart
0: of repentance. with
1: a heart of repentance. Forgive
0: me of my sins.
1: Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me
0: of all unrighteousness.
1: Of all unrighteousness. Wash, me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Purify me. Purify
0: me. Lord, Jesus,
1: Lord Jesus. This afternoon. This afternoon. I welcome
0: you into, I my, welcome life. You into my life. Be my master. Be
1: my master. Be my lord. Be my lord. Be
0: my savior.
1: Be my savior.
0: Please write my name.
1: Please write my name. Say please
0: write my name.
1: Please write my name
0: in the book of life.
1: In the book of life. Thank
0: you Jesus.
1: Thank you Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In
0: Jesus name.
1: In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We believe you've been blessed
0: by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Dual of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Reverend Brighton Krumah, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.